Welcome again to uh, Impact Sunday. Once a year, we have a Sunday like this where we talk about our initiatives to impact our community and our world together. So in our time today, we're going to talk about four main initiatives that was presented there in the video. The first one is our local outreach. These are all the different things that we do to uh, be a light, an encouragement, to bless our city and our community, to impact uh, locally here. The second one is church planting. This is our efforts to start churches in the Bay Area and elsewhere as well. Well, thirdly is our international missions, and these are our global partnerships and what we do globally to make an impact to local churches and organizations that we partner with. And then fourthly, we're so excited to talk to you about the second campus of South Bay Church that we'll be launching out next year. Can we celebrate that together? I know a lot of you have been praying with us for that. Yeah, and as we highlight each of these different four initiatives, we're going to talk to you about moving to action for each of us to get involved. And we're going to look at three specific areas, three specific ways that we can make a difference. Number one is to pray because we really do believe that prayer makes a difference. We've seen it in the history of our church. The second thing is for us to go. And we're going to talk to you about how you can serve in these initiatives. And then the third is how you can give generously towards these causes through our annual impact offering. So inside your program, there's a little insert that Andy referred to that you can indicate some of the areas that you're interested in participating or going uh, and being a part of our initiatives. Let's start with local outreach. The first one uh, is the impact that we want to have in our community uh, and that we've had already. So I want to start by telling you a little bit of what we've been doing this past year uh, to impact our community uh, by starting to talk about Freedom House. Freedom House is an organization we've partnered with a couple years ago. And what they're doing locally here in the Bay Area is they are providing a, a home for rescued victims of human trafficking. So there are lots of women that already have been through the program that they have in this home. And many of you at South Bay have been involved there. But we have been funding this home in the peninsula uh, of the South, uh, San Francisco Bay Area. And they are about to launch a new home in the Santa Clara District. And it's going to launch out here in the coming year. Last week, they had a fundraiser here on our campus to help with that. And our goal is to help fund that initiative as well. And what that's going to do is create, is create a home or build a home where teenage girls who are rescued from human trafficking can be restored to health, can be loved and cared for. And this is a, a ministry that we really, really deeply care about. Do you want to talk about how yeah, that came into it's our... It's crazy to think about this. Maybe some of you already have realized this or heard statistics. There are more people being trafficked at this point with slavery than any other point in human history. So there are small children that are being sold in the sex slave trade. There are others who are, who are weaving together little carpets in, in places in East Asia, all over the world. But the reality is that much of this is happening in the Bay Area, in our, in our region. And a couple years ago, we were at a conference together as a team, and a speaker stood up and spoke about this. And my wife, Stacy, she came back and she's like, we got to do something as a church. It's inexcusable for us as followers of Jesus that if this is happening in our community for us to not be a part of solving and fighting against this issue of human trafficking. And so we did a lot of research. We prayed. We talked to different organizations. And we were so thrilled when we found this local organization that we can partner against the fight against this great global giant that is, is literally putting millions of people in slavery and bondage away from the kind of life that, that God created us to live. Yeah, if you're a parent and you have a little girl, um, you connect to this at even a deeper level. And when I think about my, my kids and uh, if, if it was them, you know, what, how that changes your paradigm. And there, there are little girls right now who 
are being uh, abused and, and sold like they're animals. And to think of that as your child changes what you do. And we want to be a voice of hope not only to uh, one or two, but to have a long-term relationship with an organization like this can, that can really help change what's happening in that world. A couple other of our partnerships are one of them is with our city. So we, when we started South Bay, we were very excited to serve our city. So we went to them and said, hey, how can we serve you? And they didn't even know what to do with that because never before had they had a church come and say, we want to serve you, which is really sad. Uh, but eventually they opened the doors for us to start serving in almost every city uh, festival and event. So we started with the Art and Wine Festival. And many of you are part of South Bay today because you've met us through uh, one of these events where we serve the community. Uh, then we, they say, hey, why don't you guys come to Fourth of July Festival and do our Easter egg hunt and all this stuff. So now we literally send hundreds of volunteers to serve our city in a lot of these city events happening. And it's been a great way for us to build up the image of Jesus and to show people that God is for them, not just against them, as people say that he is. And, and we ought to be known for things that, that we stand for and for doing good in our world, and it's helped change that perspective in our community. Uh, also, we have a, a team of people that we call the School Impact Team, and this is a team that we're just getting started now uh, in the last few months that really work with our life groups to help mobilize our groups to serve local schools around where we are, where our campus is. And they basically go and do monthly projects and, and different initiatives to help uh, show appreciation for the educator, educators of our community. And one of the cool things we got to do last year in partnership with Beautiful Day, which is an initiative where lots of churches get together to serve the, the San Francisco Bay Area, um, we were able to beautify Vincy Park Elementary School and work with Principal Jen to do that. And we have the privilege today to hearing straight from her. She's going to come up on stage. And let's, let's give her a big welcome as she comes up. And, you know, we've been able to develop a great friendship with Jen over the last year. And uh, she's going to tell us a little bit of the impact that it had on her school to have us go there. And then we'll ask a couple more questions. So Jen, Tell us a little bit of uh, what happened there and how, what, how that was, like, what that meant to your staff, basically. Hi, good morning, everybody. Or good afternoon. I don't know, it's it is Sunday. I think it's still morning. I think yeah. it's still Maybe, morning. like a okay. few minutes till noon. Well, I'm only three shots into my coffee, so, I, you know. Um, the impact that you, that you folks have created at my school site is just really immeasurable. Um, when at first, when you guys came to me, when Kehlani came to me and told me about what you were going to do, and she said, you know, I have this group called Beautiful Day, and we want to come to your school, and we want to, you know, clean your school. And I'm like, okay, there's a broom in the closet. <laughs> like, I didn't really under, fully understand what it was that you guys did. So as we met more and more um, throughout the months that, that led up to the event, I started to realize she was taking pictures and asking me for paint specs and, you know, saying, can, you know, can we do this and rip this out and fix this? And I'm like, uh, yeah. So it was just absolutely amazing. And then the day of the event, I, I just, I, I, I can't even put into words how the impact that it's had. My teachers, when they came in on Monday, they were so impressed. They were so proud of their school. Because it was beautiful. My multi-purpose room got fully repainted. All of the playground got fully repainted. For the first time ever, the ball wall was one color, which is amazing. And the teacher's lounge was so beautifully designed by Archie and so gorgeously crafted by all of the volunteers. And they have just so much pride in it. So for the first time, 
the outside, the exterior of our school is resonating what's going on within our classrooms, which is the love and the care for kids and making sure that they know that they're loved and they're cared for by having pride in our school. So I have the kids, you know, every once in a while I see them picking up trash. I'm like, oh, my gosh, take a picture of that. <laughs> I want to hold on to that. And the next day the, this, the teachers actually took time out of their language arts block to walk the kids around and show them every single thing that you guys did. Because you don't realize that just by cleaning a chair is so important to us because we don't have time for that. You know, I love kids. Obviously, look what I do. I absolutely love them. But they have a lot of germs. We need to clean. So to be able to have that full-on wipe down of the school, you guys, all the books, everything, it was just absolutely amazing. And on the day of the event, Many of you don't know this. I'm going to get emotional again. I'm sorry. I'm very emotional. I would go into my office, and I would just let some tears out because the, the love and the care that I felt from you guys, you, you just have restored my faith that there are people out there that care beyond the profit margins. I grew up, um, my parents tried to raise me as Catholic, and the only money I ever saw from what the constant money my parents were giving in that basket were the donuts that we got after service that day. So just the impact that you guys make by just going out there and the money that you give is so obvious. And the fact that these incredible gentlemen share with you what they do with the money, I think is huge. Because never once in, in my time of going to church as a child did they ever talk about what the money was used for. It was always this big secret. So thank you for that. Yeah, thank you, Jen. Awesome. You know, Jen, we, I know you've been really open with us about your own spiritual journey and you're a spiritual person, but you don't call yourself a Christian. And um, I know that, you know, in, there's been a lot of history with you when it comes to the church and some of the things that have happened that were not so good. Um, how does this impact your view of, of church, of Jesus, of Christianity in general from your perspective? For me, it's important for people to live what they preach. Mm -hmm. And once again, with all the, with me growing up, my parents trying to force Catholicism on me, and, you know, some of my family members being Christians, they're such hypocrites, and I hate to say that about my own family. Like, sorry. But I just think that, you know, I've heard so many times, if you, know, if you don't go to church, you're going to go to hell. And all I could think of is, well, I'm going to have a lot of friends there. <laughs> because, you know, I don't think that, that God is the type of being that punishes you for living the life that you, you know. And so I've only known one person in, in my life until I met these incredible people who really lived what she, what she preached. And she was a Christian. And the way I know is because I didn't know she was a Christian until like a year after we'd become friends. And when I get off campus and I go off of work, I don't have the cleanest mouth and, you know, sorry. I, it fit well in her Yeah, okay. <laughs> My daughters are sitting over there. I could see them going, uh, yeah. Um, so, you know, I tend to drop that F-bomb every once in a while. And I did with her. And she never once judged me. And so to me, that is a true Christian or a true person of religion to just accept everybody the way they are. And that's exactly what these folks did. I'm going to be very honest that one of the thing I really, one thing I really, really feared was that these gentlemen and everybody else, they were going to try to push me 
go to church, come to our church, come to our service, come to our service. And I flat out said one day, don't try to get me to your church. Isn't that funny? I'm here. Um, I said, don't, (laughs) please don't, because that will turn me off and I will run as fast as I can in the other direction. And never, ever once did they try to push on me. They showed me the beauty of this congregation and the beauty of what's being, what's being said to you guys through their actions and not their words. And to me, that's everything. So I have a completely new, um, new insight now into other churches. And I respect all religions. I believe everybody worships God on a different level. And I respect that. Don't shove it down my throat with a Bible like I've had so many people try to do. And that's the last thing you guys, that's, you would never do that. And that's why I'm here. And I told them, I will do anything and everything for these folks. I would drop everything to come here. And, and I, I still hold true to that. Thank you so much, Jen. Hey, we, we want you to know that we believe in what you're doing. And even just watching your life and hearing your heart. And I know how you act, how you treat those kids and the love that you have for your teachers. And, you know, what you do makes a huge difference. And we believe in you. And we're going to stand with you in that journey. So thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so awesome to know the potential of what we can do together when we come and just do good and to serve our community. Um, one of our goals is to impact one school like this a year. So in this coming year in 2014, through the annual impact offering, we want to help fund an initiative that will help uh, beautify another school. We're looking at uh, Independence High School right now as a potential for that. It's a huge school. I know there's some people there. You should tell us you want to be a part of that team so we can hook you up on that. Uh, but we, we're very excited about that, and it's going to take a lot of us coming together to serve. Uh, not only that, but there's many, many ways to get involved. I want to tell you a few of those. One of them is by you having your flyer this, by joining our impact team that helps plan these activities and these monthly ways to really encourage the educators and the teachers and the staff of schools around us. Uh, You can join our city events planning team that helps us um, continue to to impact our city through these city partnerships. You can also be a part of our nonprofit partnerships with Freedom House. Uh, City Team is another ministry that we're helping this coming year. So we're very, very excited about what could be and the potential that we can be a voice of hope in our community. I was thinking about this earlier and the words of Jesus that he said, go and be a light in your city. To not, you know, you don't put a lamp underneath something. You know, you, you show your work so that people know that God is a good God. And we want to be a voice of hope in our city and see the cities transformed with the love of God. Yeah, and that, I, I think when we moved here, our heart as a church is that the city would regret our absence. Mm-hmm. And so often, followers of Jesus, just like Jen said, are known for judgment. They're, they're known for trying to shove the Bible down people's throats. And what we want to do is live in such a way that people would ask us questions about Jesus because of our lives. And what we do in our community is so central and significant to that. Mm -hmm. And then there's a second area that we want to talk to you about, and that's through church planting. That's in starting other churches. Now, this dates back to when we moved here to the Bay Area. We took a trip. There were four of us, myself, uh, Felipe, his dad, Hanan, who's on our staff, and Archie, our worship leader, and we did an exploratory trip, and we went up on the east hills of the valley, and we looked down, and it was a beautiful day. We could see one, one end from Morgan Hill all the way up to the city, and the realization that there are close to 9 million people in this region, most of whom 
have never experienced the love of Jesus. And it's not going to happen just through us. It's going to take lots of churches being started in this region. So from the beginning, we prayed a prayer. God, if you'd bless us, if you'd, if you'd give us resources as a church, we want to give to be able to help start churches. And so through our five-year history, we've been able to help about five or six churches. And you'll see a map here of these churches that we've been involved with. One is Epic Church in San Francisco, right in the heart of the Soma District, where Twitter and all these incredible companies are starting to create a second Silicon Valley, which we know is not as cool and awesome as the first Silicon Valley. And then Oakland, uh, where the movement is started this last year. There's a church in Palo Alto called C3 Awakening Church and Garden City Church, both in San Jose. So we see God using our resources to help get these new churches started. And then in Montreal, Montreal is one of the least reached cities with the message of Jesus in all of North America. Less than one half of 1% of people there have a relationship with God. So as we're helping start these churches in very, very unreached areas, we're able to make an incredible impact. And I want to show you just uh, two short videos of some of the churches that we helped start that highlight the difference that previous year's generosity has made in our area. Hey, South Bay Church, it's Ben Pilgreen, lead pastor of Epic Church right here in the heart of downtown San Francisco. I know it's coming to the end of the year and you guys are getting ready for your impact offering and I just want to make sure you know how that offering in the past has impacted even what we're doing right here in San Francisco. In fact, we just had our very first Sunday with over 400 people in attendance. You guys make, made that possible because uh, before our church existed, you gave to us, you brought mission teams. Um, we have an incredible relationship with your staff and leaders who have invested in what we're doing here at Epic Church. So I just want to say thanks for what you've done in the past and encourage you to continue to make a difference through this offering this year. Hey, South Bay Church, Pastor Adam Smallcomb here. So excited to be talking to you about everything God is doing here at C3 Church. And first I want to just say thank you to you guys. Thank you for investing in us. Thank you for investing in church planning. I mean, God does so much through church planning, and uh, we're so privileged to be able to partner with South Bay Church. And I just wanted to let you know quickly of some of the things that God is doing here at C3 Church. We are, we are seeing incredible move of God. I've got to tell you, we're seeing lives being transformed each and every Sunday. God is growing our services. We just launched a brand new college service that happens on Sunday nights. Now, that college service reaches into Stanford University. We're drawing kids from uh, Berkeley University, universities all over the Bay Area, even San Francisco which is really exciting. So God's doing incredible things. We're seeing uh, people come to Christ. We're seeing lives transformed. And uh, we're just giving God all the glory. I mean, God is up to something in the Bay Area. And I know this. I know that the Silicon Valley is going to be known for a move of God. You know, right now it's known for tech companies. It's known for a whole heap of things. I'm telling you, it's going to be known for a move of God. So we're really excited about what God's doing. We just also recorded a brand new live album. The single just came out on Sunday, already doing great, and we would love for you to search that and, and get a part of that. But really because that's a part of what you guys, you guys have invested into that, and we are so thankful for everything that you guys have done to partner with us. We love you guys. Keep up the good work. Keep investing in church planning. It is the greatest way to see people come to Christ. Love you from C3 Church. God bless. That's awesome. I just love listening to an Aussie accent. I think that that's probably what God sounds like when he talks. Ah, church. So I'm super, I'm super stoked to tell you this next year about the new church that we're going to be able to partner with. 
And this is uh, Ernest and Sarah Smith, who are starting a church just outside of Denver called Front Range Church. Now, let me tell you a little bit about the area where they're going to be. It's Castle Rock. It's about 30 minutes south of the city. Close to 90% of the people in that community are not connected to a church or to a relationship with Jesus. And so they're going to be launching this brand new church in February of 2014. And we have the privilege from the very beginning through a relationship that dates all the way back to when we were in college. Ernest is a good friend of ours. From the very beginning to see God's hand move through this church. So we're going to be taking some teams out there. In fact, you'll see inside your little, uh, on, on your little piece of paper that talks about we're going to take a team there for the launch of that church. And it's an incredible experience to be at a church the first day that they have their grand opening. So we're looking to put together a team of about 15 to 16 people. You can be praying for them. On December 8th, they have their very first preview service, which is their first public service. So you can pray for the people in their community, pray for their launch team, pray that God would move in awesome, incredible ways through that church. And then your generosity that comes in through the annual impact offering will help get this brand new church off the ground. And when we think back over the history of South Bay, when we first began, there were 17 churches that gave financially, that sent teams, that prayed And so many of our lives have been changed as a result of these churches outside of our area that supported the work of South Bay. And what a privilege that now God has brought us to a place as a church that we get to continue to take the resources he's given to us and bless other churches and see lives of people impacted in the Denver area. It's very exciting. The third initiative that you have there in your program that we want to talk about is the international missions. And when we started South Bay, we also had a, a vision for this uh, that was not just going to hundreds of places and be very shallow with our impact, but really to focus our energy on a few locations around the world that we can really have a deep long-term impact and relationship with. And one of the first countries we chose was Ethiopia. And we've had a great, great relationship with them over the last three years. We've sent a few teams already to serve with them. And through your generosity and then through your effort in sponsoring kids there, we now, uh, our partnership is through Compassion International and a a local church there called called Nazaret Emmanuel United Church. But there are over 300 kids now that are sponsored in this community by by people like you guys that are uh, providing for them health care, education, spiritual nourishment. They're basically providing an environment where these kids can come out of poverty and live a good life. And so we're so excited about that. We also sponsor a program that helps mothers that are at risk. They're the poorest of the poor in this community. There are a hundred of these moms that have little babies. And they, uh, this program that we sponsor will help educate the moms. We do job training for these mothers. And it's been very, very exciting. One of the privileges, even for me personally, uh, through this partnership with Ethiopia, is to see my little girl, uh, Kaylin, sponsors a little girl in our local church partner called Sitota. And both of them are the same age. They're about six years old. And last time I went to Ethiopia last year, I, uh, my, my daughter told me to take for Sitota uh, a, her favorite little princess dress, like a cute little princess dress. And I said, all right, I'll take it for Sitota. So I went there. I went inside of her home uh, with this little you know, block home and uh, sat down with her family. And her family just very moved with 
with love for our family, for what we've done for them, just through that simple partnership. And I told Sitota, Sitota, this is my daughter's favorite dress, and she wants you to have it. And she, she believes in you. She's your sponsor. And so I, I saw Sitota just get so excited. And a few months later, we got an updated picture uh, from Compassion International uh, of Sitota. And there she is wearing the princess dress that my daughter had given her. And to see my daughter connect the dots that, wow, my, my life is, is impacting another life. And the potential of that is enormous. It's not just one life. There are hundreds of lives. And the first thing that we notice when we partner with this church is that we have way more to learn from them than they're ever going to learn from us. This group of people are phenomenal. They're reaching thousands of people just in that one local church expression. And then they've helped start over 150 churches in their country already. And we're getting behind what they're doing and helping fund all these initiatives. We're going to show you some pictures here uh, of the, the, the most recent church plant of our partner church there. Uh, and this is all equipment, all these, the, the wood that you see is stuff that we were able to fund to give to them to buy to start a new campus for a daughter church that they're starting. Our mission team that went last year got to see this, uh, then purchased all of this. And I got an email yesterday from the lead pastor of the church. And he took the iPad that we gave him uh, and he filmed the facility and what they're doing in the facility and sent it to us and said, said, thank you so much for helping us change our city. And this is because of the generosity of this church. So what we want to do is show you a quick video of a couple stories that came out of the last trip that we took last year. And then we'll give you a, a, a chance to participate in the future of that. In 2011, South Bay Church had our first Compassion Sunday, where we had the opportunity to sponsor children from the community around our partner church in Nazareth, Ethiopia. Eight years ago, I remember praying in my bedroom to Jesus that I would do anything for him except go to Africa. Little did I know that day I would come across the same little five-year-old girl who eight weeks earlier, when I met her for the first time in Ethiopia, thought I was her father. You see, her father had abandoned his wife when she was three months pregnant, leaving her and her soon-to-be-born child without hope. At the Catalyst Conference, I saw a clip of Compassion International. It was during worship. I could just see myself praying in a nation where it looked like Africa, and I knew that God was calling me there. I had an opportunity the following year to finally go out and meet her face to face. This was truly one of the most impactful experiences of my life. But what really struck me was when her mother handed me a letter. I was scared. I was scared that I wasn't able to go. I was scared, but the co-leader and the leader of this trip encouraged me on two separate occasions to indeed step out in faith. All I knew was that God was calling me there, so I said yes. And so I did. I walked it through, and God came through. Let me read a little bit of this to you. My daughter is very happy because she sees you like a father, and she always names you day to day. This indicates how much my daughter loves you from her heart. My daughter is not only my daughter. She is also your daughter, since she loves you equal to me. When somebody asks her who her father is, she answers your name. Therefore, I know her mind is at peace because she got a father as a gift from God. The first time I met my sponsored child, Tadalu, her mom came with her, and her mom was hesitant towards the gospel. 
But after spending six hours with our team, she really experienced God's love in a powerful way that by the end of the day, she said she wanted to accept Jesus into her heart. And she said by the end of the day, because she never knew love like that before, she um, wanted to accept Jesus into her heart. I recently read a quote about extravagant love. It says, extravagant love has been ridiculed and scorned. It is seen as a waste and a reckless overspending. But extravagant love, the offering of everything, the emptying of the pockets of our life, is the essence of true Christianity. It was extravagant love that caused Jesus to give up his throne in heaven and give us the gift of eternal life at the expense of his own life. And that's what Ethiopia meant for me. It wasn't just because this was my first international missions trip and because I was going to Africa. The big deal about this trip was that I wasn't open to going before and then God changed my heart and, and I chose to go. And so I knew that to me it represented a life fully surrendered to Him. South Bay Church family, will you join us as we impact Ethiopia and other nations with the love of Jesus? Join us in 2014 and love extravagantly with your time. Love extravagantly with your resources. And love extravagantly with your life. I visited the places where my family is from, but when I went to Ethiopia, I felt like my heart was born in that nation. God bless you, South Bay Church. so powerful to watch that and to know that God can use us to make an impact and Ethiopia is just one of those countries another country we've been able to go to and, and partner with is Nicaragua we have a, a partnership with Forward Edge Ministries there and what they do is they're helping we're going to show some pictures here they're helping uh, care for these kids that are basically living in like a landfill and in extreme poverty and they are building homes for them where they can get ed educated where they can get uh, cared for where they can really get prepared for a society and our teams have been able to go there and partner with this ministry to really bring hope to this community that's been uh, in, in terrible shape so in the coming years we're looking forward to that we're also starting two new uh, partnerships this coming year one is in the Philippines and one in China so I know there's a lot of Filipinos and, Ch and Chinese people here at South Bay so we're excited to expand uh, our ministry to those nations we must not have as many uh, Filipinos in this service because they all yeah in the last, last, last service they were all over the place, yeah. So we're very excited about that. And, uh, you know, in light of what happened the last few weeks in the Philippines, we decided to give a portion of our offering also to bring relief to the, the victims of uh, the storm out there, which is really awesome. Um, and we're doing that through Compassion International as well because they work through the local churches to do a more personal um, style of, of, of rescuing and rebuilding of the community. So we're very excited about that. Here's how you can pray uh, when it comes to our international missions. You pray for us to have wisdom as we determine how to continue to move deeper 
uh, into these relationships and what kind of partnerships to pursue. Pray also for our new partners in China and the Philippines and the impact that we can have in those places together. Pray for our partners in Ethiopia and their new church plant that they're about to launch out out there and the kids that are still yet to be sponsored uh, in that community and uh, really just for us to be a voice of hope in those places and pray for China as we uh, start a new partnership there. In your insert, you also see a few places that you can uh, go and be a part of what God's doing through this part of our ministry. You can go, you can express interest in our trip to Nicaragua. There's one to Ethiopia, China, and the Philippines this year. And your generosity through the annual impact offering will help us continue to provide hope to kids that are impoverished, provide uh, opportunities for people that are not in the same boat that we are, and will continue to, to deepen our impact through these organizations and these partnerships we have in these other countries. Yeah, and I think part of the beauty of South Bay is that we have people from all over the world. So maybe there are some of these areas that connect with your heart. Maybe you even have family members in some of those areas. But I think one of the things that is so incredibly significant about us being overseas and many of these initiatives as a church, it's more about what God does in us in many ways than what he does through us. And there's something so beautiful about when you look eye to eye with a child that has nothing, but they have physically have nothing, but in in their heart, they have joy and peace as a result of what Jesus has done. And it, it helps your faith be so expanded and changed. And we want to encourage you this year, if you've never been overseas, to take that step or maybe even to go again to be a part of one of these, these trips that we're taking in 2014. And then finally, our last initiative that we want to talk to you about is an initiative that we've talked about a lot here at South Bay. In fact, most Sundays we stand up, there's a service that is a video service, and we say, eventually in the future of South Bay Church, we're going to do this. There's going to be a second campus. And now I'm excited to tell you that we're going to do it. We're going to start the second ever South Bay Church campus yeah. in the Mountain View, area. And we, we are so... Uh, just overwhelmed with the way that this came about, God opened up a very unique door for us. And let me tell you a little bit about uh, this campus and why we're going to do it. See, here at our North San Jose campus, we have close to 1,365 people who come every week here. And you can see from this graph, uh, last year we had about nine, uh, shouldn't say about, we had exactly 964, unless the counters were drunk the day they counted, but um, 964 people who came every day, every Sunday last year. This year we have about 1360. But what we say is it's inexcusable for us as a church as we grow to not have space for people. And we continue to add services. My son, Cademan, who's seven years old, said to me recently, he said, Dad, are we going to have 24 services on Sunday? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we, we could probably add a couple more. But there comes a point where, where we're out of space at this campus and it's inexcusable. That God would work in somebody's heart and they would come to our campus and there's no space for them. But the, the more important reason is that we believe that the local church functions best when it fun- functions as the local church in the community of the people that we're trying to share God's love with. And so many of you, you're, you're living in that Sunnyvale, Mountain View area. You come to South Bay, you drive for 25, 30 minutes. But imagine the difference when your neighbor or your mom or your brother or sister, they live right there in that community. And you can say to them, hey, come to church with me. It's right down the street. It's a minute away that the local church, when it's local, functions best. But also on top of that are all these initiatives as we serve in the community 
We want to continue to start more partnerships with the city of Sunnyvale and the schools in that area to share Jesus' love. The impact of, of Jesus can literally grow in our community as we start additional campuses. So let me tell you a little bit more about the campus. It will be at the Sunnyvale Community Center. We'll meet at the Senior Center there. It's a beautiful piece of property. So many of you are familiar with that place. This is the outside of the building as, we, as you drive up. This is a new building that's only about 10 years old. This is the auditorium where we'll meet. We'll have close to 300 seats in that room. And then this is an outside view of the pond there. There's a great patio area with more than adequate space for our family ministries with Bay Kids. It's just going to be a huge win for us as a church to have a local expression of South Bay in Sunnyvale, Mountain View, which we know is an incredibly influential area, area with companies like Google and Yahoo. And so the, the, literally the, the opportunity for what God can do is limitless. Felipe, our executive pastor of ministry, is also going to put on a new hat, which is the campus pastor hat. And he's going to be leading the team that's going to go over there to start the church. And we'll have a, a, the teaching every week will be the same teaching here as at this campus, unless technology fails, which we're not planning on that. Uh, but it'll be the same teaching done via video. And then we'll have a live band with incredible volunteers, both in Bay Kids and First Impressions. And here's, here's what it's going to take. It's going to take 250 of us stepping up for this incredible opportunity to be leaders, to be on the setup and teardown team. And God has given this, us this incredible opportunity now for so many of us who are missing out every single week to not let our lives and our talents and gifts be used to make a difference. Now is your opportunity. And as 250 people go over there, newsflash. That means there are going to be about 250 spots more opened up here on this campus. So literally like close to 500 places that we can start serving. So many of you, you've, you've been coming to South Bay and you're asking yourself the question, how can I get involved? Now is your opportunity to really step up and to see what God can do as we each do our part to see this initiative become a reality. So inside your program on that half sheet of paper, there's a place where you can sign up to be a part of the Sunnyvale campus as it starts. Now, here's the good news and exciting news for us. Because of the way this door has opened up uh, with the Sunnyvale Community Center, we have a unique opportunity to be able to start the church, here's the date, on February 23rd of next year. So that's 10 weeks away or 12 weeks away, whatever the math is on that. Never was good at math. But in just a couple of months, we're going to start this brand new campus and so excited to see what God is going to do. Now, let me tell you how we're going to resource the campus. It's going to happen through us, through each of us doing our part. And as you saw in the video earlier, the first $100,000 of what is given is going to go towards the first three initiatives that we talked about. Now, let me tell you, the, the first three initiatives and all the work that we do in our community, in our world, that's just a portion of what we'll be able to do next year. But because of that $100,000, we'll be able to do more. And the reason we're doing the first $100,000 is we don't want to make a commitment to these ministries that are counting on us and then fail to come through. So we're going to start off, first $100,000 is going to go towards that. Now, the campus, the cost on the second campus is going to be right around $500,000. That's going to include everything from top to bottom. And we have some great news about the campus we have some organizations outside of South Bay, churches and, and, and organizations that have already committed, several individuals from South Bay as well, that have already committed. And we have 
already committed $200,000 of that $500,000 goal for the second campus. So we can celebrate that and the provision already. So that means that we, we have about $300,000 to go. And if you combine that with the $100,000 towards that, those initiatives, that's about $400,000. Now, if you look at the attendance of South Bay, which right around 1,000 adults who come to South Bay, if we all give the same amount, which I know we won't, that's about $400 per person given to help totally fund these initiatives. But what we say over and over again when we talk about resources, all of us are at different places in our journey spiritually, and all of us are at different places financially. And so for some of us, a sacrificial gift might be $25 above and beyond our regular giving. And for others of us, it might, you know, it might be a $50,000 or $100,000 check. The, the, the reality is it's not about the amount of money that you and I give. It's about letting the Spirit of God lead us in this decision. So what we're going to challenge you to do is go back and pray about what it is that God would have you to do. Now, this week, you're going to get a packet in the mail, and inside that packet, there's a booklet. And that booklet will describe more about the initiatives that we talk about. It will look like this. It'll probably come Monday or Tuesday of this week. And then also inside the booklet is a small envelope, and that envelope well, is, is a little bit different than our normally, normal weekly envelope. It's a commitment envelope, and it will give you the opportunity to signify what your commitment will be towards the annual impact offering. And this year, we're doing something unique. Many of you are saying, you know, I'd like to make a difference towards the annual impact offering, but I, I just don't have the resources to do it right now. We're going to give you the opportunity next year, monthly, to continue to give above and beyond your regular giving towards the annual impact offering. And all of that is highlighted inside this that you will receive in the mail this week that you can also drop in the mail through Business Reply or give any Sunday here at South Bay. But as we conclude our time together, I just want to remind you again of the why behind what we're doing here as a church. You know, when we moved into this building in 2012, there were literally hundreds of, of volunteers at South Bay that were here till the wee hours of the morning, hanging lights and painting walls. It was unbelievable to see the people of South Bay step up and sacrifice for a vision of a local church in this community that would share the love of Jesus. And shortly after we moved in here, we did a series called Relationship Rehab. We put a sign out front, we sent a mailer, we did door hangers. And there was a guy who got a mailer and he had some relationships in his life that needed to be rehabbed. He was disconnected from God, he was disconnected from his spouse. And he thought to himself, because there's a church right across the street from me, I don't have an excuse not to go. I'm going to go and I'm going to check it out. He came. His life was changed. He opened up his heart to relationship with Jesus. And God transformed his marriage. His relationship with his spouse is different. He started serving. He got involved in life groups. Now he's even leading a life group. And a year, almost a year and a half later, his life's totally different. Because there was a local church in his community. And as we give generously, I can't help but think that there are literally thousands upon thousands of lives just like this man and his family in Sunnyvale and Mountain View and literally all over the world that as we do our part, God's going to use us to see more lives changed in 2014, greater impact than any other season in the history of our church. And I want to encourage you to pray and to let Jesus, let his spirit lead you as to how you can make a difference this year through our annual impact offering. Let's pray together as we conclude our time. God, thanks you so much for your 
spirit that is at work in us. And we just confess our need, our dependency upon you. We pray that as we individually seek what our part would be, that you'd lead us and guide us and help us to be obedient. Help us to say yes to you and to what it is that you want for us and from us. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.